0: Welcome to the Conversation of Our Generation. My name is Nick Jamel. I'm the creator of the Conversation of Our Generation, the editor now. I used to be the author, but I guess now that I have guest bloggers, I am kind of an editor. And I'm also the host of the podcast here. And so my goal with the Conversation of Our Generation is to create an elevated level of debate about ideas, about different things that are going on in our world, and try to make it to where... The debate is productive and helps us to come to solutions or, you know, a better understanding of each other or, you know, a better understanding of the truth. And between those three things, I think whichever you get out of it, it's always a good conversation. But I think that those ones that really drive home and really get to solutions and to the truth, more so than just a better understanding of another person, which is also good, are really the ones that you really want to strive for. And that's what I really try to find a way to Bringing to you guys on a daily, weekly basis here, a weekly with the podcast, every day with my blog. And so today I want to talk about talking about ideas instead of people. And that's kind of, you know, why, you know, you might ask, why, why am I talking about that? And it's just because to me, I think that that's something that's a noble effort, that's something that's very um, impressive for people to center their uh discussions around because it is much more gratifying sometimes to you know the quote is you know great minds discuss ideas average minds discuss events small minds discuss people and I think that that small minds discuss people I think it's because it's really kind of gratifying to talk about other people you can put people down you can you know it's really easy to do you know it's kind of like almost like with sports you know it's like we want to hear about athletes we want to hear about celebrities it's something that's really gratifying to us to talk about those things you know we talk about events that's something that's a little bit more elevated you have to you have to put a little nuance in maybe or you have to know about the event you know right and then the uh, discussing ideas is something that's you know able to discuss something abstract and i think that that's an impressive thing to do uh And so I really want to talk about how to go about doing it, or how I do it at least, and why uh, I think it's something that people don't gravitate towards and what issues come about when you try to. And um, as you may notice, my voice is having a little bit of trouble today, so this isn't going to be the longest podcast that I make. It's probably going to be cut a little bit short just for sake of saving my voice and so you guys don't have to listen to me like <laughs> clearing my throat for an hour. So it's not going to be super short, but it's going to be a little bit shorter than normal. I just want to let you know that um, I'm really lucky that I'm able to do it today. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to, but with that, let's get in. Uh, let's get into the topic. So that quote is often attributed to Eleanor Roosevelt. They really don't know. They have like four or five people, and I was trying to figure out who said it, but they said that that's kind of the one that it's most often attributed to. But it's, like I said again, great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, small minds discuss people. And, um, and I think that that is honestly really true. And I think that what you see, what I get out of this is that it's almost something that it's kind of like a ladder that you have to climb in order to, um, become a, become a great mind, you have to kind of go through those stages at some point in your life. So if you find that you are someone who discusses people, or, you know, maybe work towards discussing events, if you're finding someone that you're discussing events, you know, maybe you could work towards discussing ideas. And <clears throat> discussing ideas has been something in my family, you know, like that just never doesn't happen. Uh, the reason why I kind of wanted to talk about this is it's funny. So This weekend, I graduated college and um, so I'm all done. I can actually hopefully focus on this a little bit more, bring you guys some more cool stuff. But we had my cousins in town and before like I'm going off to my graduation, we're discussing like basically a lot of things that I talk about on here, but we were discussing the ramifications of, you know, a deflationary currency on an economy and why Bitcoin may not be applicable. And I'm pointing out there's other cryptocurrencies and different, you know, there's money, you know, there's competition among the monies the cryptocurrencies basically which is money and that's gonna that's gonna help us find the best money for this use and all this and we're kind of going back and forth and we're you know and we did it for like two hours before I went off to school and it was I think it was just really funny I think that's something that doesn't happen in every family and it wasn't ever you know mean-spirited I mean it was uh it was an intense debate really it wasn't bad but it was um I mean like we were really questioning each other and putting forth ideas. And it was, it was really good discussion, but we've always been like that as like that side of my family, especially where we kind of grill each other on all sorts of different things from politics, religion, especially, um, to, you know, economics or whatever. It's always been something that we've done quite a bit of. I remember we, when I was younger, there's a game called in a pickle where basically you have to, you put out like four cards face, you know, and then each person has like so many cards in their hand and you have to pick something that fits in one of those things. So if there's like a house, you can have like a bread box and you can put the bread box on the house and you play your card that way. And I think the goal is to like get rid of all your cards first or something. I forget, but, or maybe to end the chain or whatever it is. I don't remember the exact goal, but one of my cousins, one of the cards was like time and he put space, and and then it launched like a thirty minute debate on whether or not time and space exist within each other, and all this. And I I mean I was young. I didn't understand what they were even trying to debate. But I mean I was probably in sixth or seventh grade, and they're like high school college age debating this. And you know, and it was intense. If it wasn't over a game, it probably wouldn't have been so intense uh, because we're also very competitive. But that discussing of ideas though is something that I think is really inherent to a lot of the way my family operates and it's never been something that's been an issue to do now obviously are we like you know super geniuses who only talk of quantum physics no but we do we do do a lot of idea dis- or discussion of ideas and I mean don't get me wrong there's plenty of times where you have gossip and talking about people and um, and and also I mean you do have to talk about people like I think that there's also a sense of you know, We have if you have a family member or a family friend who has a personal tragedy. I mean, you want to know, right? So that you can reach out to them and support them and pray for them and all those things. Or you know, if something great happens, you know, I mean, it's it's good to know that you know someone that you know did something awesome, so you can congratulate them. I mean, like, so I don't think talking pool is necessarily a bad thing all the time, but I do think that if you focus all your conversation and your efforts into talking about people then you do um, not you do not reach your full potential of what your conversation can be what your what your mind can really work towards because to me the reason why discussing events is better is because it does take a little bit of understanding and a little bit of learning to do that Um, and then discussing ideas is the best because it takes pure logic and reason which is the highest faculties that we are given that separates us from animals that's that that thing that makes us innately human like in the past episodes that i talked about that is like almost you know that's what our image and likeness is of god is our logic and reason that's part of it and and so using that and in, in a discussion with another person is like a clash of gods in a way if you look at it as it were image made in his image and likeness but if not It's us elevating ourselves and using our highest faculty that we are given, the thing that separates us from animals to its fullest extent, to discuss something that is abstract, that is hard to see in reality, and you can still talk about it with another person. And I think that that's an incredible thing, and that's why discussing ideas is so important. And the other thing is, is discussing ideas is liberating, because I think when you get to the realm of ideas you You really find a connect a human connection with people and here's why when you discuss people well People can be polarizing figures people, you know gossip and all those things are generally not the most productive conversations unless it's You know really informing somebody like I said about families or friends or whatever Uh, events are often you know political or polarizing at times whether it's a sporting event where I hate your team you hate my team we can't discuss that without, you know, like calling each other's. Like, if I'm a Colts fan, I can't talk to a Patriots fan without making the point that they're cheaters. <laughs> or, you know, I'm a Pacers fan. I can't talk to a LeBron fan and point out the fact that every time it's a close game, it somehow swings his way with a few foul calls at the end, you know, because that's, I can't talk to those people about those events or those people because it, you know, I have an animosity towards it. But if you have me talk about football as a game, or, you know, or whatever it is, or basketball, you know, I could talk about the ba- the game as an idea and what it is, you know, because basketball is not an event, you know, necessarily basketball games are, but basketball is a different thing, and so you can talk about that in a different way, that's not polarizing it, you can kind of connect on, yeah, man, I like, you know, this is how I, you know, blah, 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 this is my thought on the game and etc., you can really talk about it that way, I'm not that good, at, I'd be better talking golf, but I think it's it elevates you to another level and especially when you talk about like with politics something like that or religion you know it's it's really easy to when you're talking religion to discuss the priests in the catholic church who did bad things or that whole event but it's really tough to discuss you know if you're not really well aware of what it is the incarnation or the or um of jesus christ that's that's a pretty big doctrine or Or the consecration of the host that it is actually Jesus Christ, you know, body and blood there. I think that's, you know, some things that you can discuss at an elevated level. And you're going to get pushback, obviously, and you're going to have a debate, especially among people who are non-Catholic Christians or, you know, people of other faiths. I mean, basically, if you're not a Catholic, you know, for the most part, you're going to get a lot of pushback on that idea. And, And it's okay, but it's something that also when you get into that realm of talking about the divine, I feel like you find a lot more commonalities than you don't, because I think that we're hardwired to understand that, you know, divine source and to try to describe it. And if you, if you have enough people describing it, you get pretty close to what it is that it, that God is good, that, you know, it is the source of beauty and creation and all these things. And, and so you find a lot more common ground than you would think. And I think that's true when you discuss ideas, as far as uh, discussing things in politics. When you take it out of party, you know, lines, and you take it to a macro level, and you say, you know, Republicans and Democrats, neither of them want to see people starving in the streets, like homeless people starving in the streets, right? No, no one does. So when you take it up and say, okay, how do we solve this issue? You know, now you have the ability to discuss the issue at hand and try to you know I think with politics it's tougher but there is a possibility where you can take it above partisan lines and really hammer it out and discuss something at a that elevated level and the reason why this is liberating also is that when you find that commonality with other people I think you recognize other people for the fact that they are just as human as you are and you gain a new respect for other people and in the process you find commonalities and you realize i think when you discuss ideas that we should be free because when you start discussing ideas with other people and you realize how uh, how much dignity they deserve as a as another individual you know that same thing that's in our founding documents that idea that Because just because you are a person, you have dignity, and then once you really start to discover that in conversation with other people, when you're not lambasting people or gossiping or talking about some event that both of you disagree on, when you're not talking about that stuff and you're talking about those ideas that connect us as human beings, now all of a sudden, I think you realize why people need to be free because you don't want to, you may disagree with that person, but when it comes down to it you recognize at the same time that they deserve to have their opinion they deserve to be free from your opinion you know free from you governing them and I think that that's something that is dangerous for uh, uh, the or I, I shouldn't say dangerous. I think that's something that the government thinks is dangerous for its preservation and you know or people of power in general because when people really start to discuss ideas it you know big things happen every single time good or bad big things do happen you know when people discuss ideas leading up to the french revolution as well as the american revolution and you know the american revolution was a beautiful i mean it was a bloody battle but it was a beautiful outcome the uh the french revolution was a bloody battle a bloody outcome and you know devolved back into tyranny with um, with Napoleon. So I think you have to be aware of what your where your ideas take you but it is obvious that the discussion of ideas is something that liberates people and threatens the status quo every time and the people who are uh, fond of keeping the status quo because it benefits them will always be afraid of ideas. And that's something that I think you see with um, One great example is Kanye West right now, honestly, with him talking about trying to understand ideas and not identify as Kanye West, the black man. He wants to identify by ideas. Now, all of a sudden, he's jumping to, you know, instead of being a small man talking about people or discussing himself as a person, he's discussing himself as you know, the ideas that he's trying to understand or the ideas that he believes in. And I think that that's something that, especially because I think the cultural elites are afraid of that because they realize that the thing that keeps, you know, Hollywood and the mainstream media and all those big powerhouses of entertainment in power is the fact that They can keep us discussing people they have the kardashians out there to discuss about this or that and and it i think over time that when they distract you with talking about people i think it does take back your ability to you know or dumbs you down a little bit it makes you it degrades you by putting you in that realm of talking about people instead of talking about ideas And it's because it's almost forced upon you. I mean, like, every show on TV, pretty much, it feels like, is a reality TV show. So, how are you supposed to discuss ideas when all this show is about is gossip and drama between people, right? The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, um, I mean, just keeping up with the Kardashians, Chrisley Knows Best, all those things are all about the people and not about the ideas. Even, like, cool ideas like home renovation or finding a house it's all about the people and you have to have a storyline in there but it's so much about the people more so than you know like the fixer-upper kind of shows like it's about like their story and stuff and a little bit of drama always in there because it's a reality tv show as well kind of and they have to keep that um keep that their television stuff kind of dumbed down a little bit to like and it Because it attracts you. It it plays into your baser instincts to want to gossip and talk about people. But I think that's what's so um, infuriating to a lot of people on the left of what Kanye's doing. Because that's how I think the younger generation, like my millennial generation that I'm in, has kind of been kept from really thinking about things in a hard and fast way is... We've always, I mean, we've just been surrounded by television and news media and all these things that talk people, people, people all the time, and they never discuss the ideas behind these people. That never happens. No one, I mean, just think about how much coverage there is of Trump, and I still don't know what he believes. I mean, he's on CNN, NBC, ABC, Fox News all day, every day. He's on all these alternative media channels all day, every day, but what does he really think and believe? I don't know his ideas. I mean, you know, he, he says you can kind of get a glimpse of what he's thinking or what he's what his thoughts are on Twitter, <laughs> which is like the only way you can actually understand kind of who he is is the funny thing. As much as people hate it, but it's you don't understand who he is because all the coverage is about him, not about his ideas or his actions or the things going on around him. Like they don't even talk about the events. They don't even talk about, you know, the the uh like the nuclear, what's that? Ah, North Korean uh, and South Korea coming together to have peace talks. Like that's not a news story, but that's a, that's a huge event. That's insane. That doesn't happen. I mean, Kim Jong Un is like the first leader, and I don't know how long to step across the um, the North Korean leader to step come across the militarized border. Um, and that's amazing, and no one talks about it. And it's because i think even under obama like they never talked about his ideas or the things that he did really except for when he killed bin laden <laughs> and that's about it i mean that's the only time i can think of it that and like the healthcare, but everything else was about obama 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 not about you know our country and how it was being run and what uh, what are the results of his policies what are you know what are these those are the things that you need to be talking about when you're discussing a president You know, it's not a reality TV show, but that's why we have a reality TV president now is because it was all about Obama's celebrity and all this. And now it's, you know, now you have Trump who is a celebrity and it is all about his celebrity because that's who Trump is. And it's because we've our culture talks about people. And so, I mean, Trump talked about people on the campaign trail. I mean, if you think about it, he didn't he didn't talk big ideas, you have Rand Paul, who I agree with, you know, pretty much on most things, Um, you know, who I would probably prefer to have as a candidate, if you were asking me, like, based on principle, but he's talking about these ideas of, you know, agorism and economics and limited government and then Trump's going around with, like, you know, low energy jab, crooked Hillary and all this. He's he's going after after people because he knew that's how we think. He's a reality TV guy. He knows how to get a reaction out of people. And it's by talking about people. But if you want to elevate people and elevate a society to more, you have to ingrain in people to talk about ideas. Because that's where our American Revolution came from, was a bunch of very, very smart men talking about ideas and realizing that the system that they had was not a good system. It was corrupt. It was the wrong way to govern colonies and to, you know, by not giving them any say in parliament by, you know, taxing them without allowing them to have a say in what was going on. And, you know, a lot of other just like bad things that the British soldiers were doing with like, you know, breaking into their houses and seizing their papers and all sorts of different things. You know, I mean, that's why we have the Bill of Rights pretty much is because of the British, like all the things that the British government did are in our bill of rights saying you can't do these things that's literally what it i mean not literally but that's basically what it was um and a lot of it came from those colonies constitutions or their all that but anyways when you discuss ideas you you spark something in people and you get when you get other people thinking about ideas all of a sudden something starts to happen you start to get people exploring what they really believe that you get people exploring new ideas, reading new books that they wouldn't have read before and understanding it in a different way than the other person who read that book because you don't have the same uh, lived experience. So you are going to, you know, kind of perceive things differently. And then when you discuss the ideas that you got from that book together, uh, then you hash out something that's even greater because now you have a greater understanding because you see someone else's perspective. And when you have that happen multiple times, now all of a sudden you are in business. You are really really tapping into the collective human consciousness and that's something i don't like to use the word collective but when you talk about the storage of information by a bunch of people and um and you get a bunch of brains together i mean that's like if you get 10 people together in a room really our brains are like more powerful than the most powerful computers in a lot of ways Obviously we can't always do math as quickly as a computer can because it's programmed to do it a certain way and it has an algorithm. But as far as like abstract thought goes, now you have 10 of the most impressive computers you know on in the on the world working together on a problem. And that's something that the status quo fears. People who are in charge of keeping the status quo to protect their own interests. They fear that. And that's really what I want to get talking about here, because I think that we are at a point in our lives where history is about to be made, if it's not being made already. And that is, when you, when we were on the brink of the Industrial Revolution, people didn't necessarily see what was happening with people moving in to get factory jobs, moving into the cities because farm jobs were going away. You, you saw it slowly happening, and then all of a sudden everybody's working in a factory either you know and or in a coal mine or all these different things like just doing these you know industrial jobs and all of a sudden the economy shifted and people had to react to that and we didn't know really how to do that fully now we are on the same sort of precipice with a digital revolution and I talked about this a little bit with Vin but That same thing is happening right now. We're not really sure. Jobs are kind of changing and moving around, and we're not really sure where, you know, as a younger generation, where we're going to fit into this paradigm of an economy that we have. But that paradigm is shifting. And you need to have people discussing these ideas, getting together and hashing it out, because I think this paradigm can shift in a great direction of freedom and liberty, and it can allow us to take back a lot of the powers and a lot of the freedom that's been lost as we've you know, gone to work for big companies all over the place. And, you know, everyone works for someone else and a huge company. It's There's a new economic paradigm coming and you have to be discussing with people and understanding because otherwise, you know, your livelihood is going to be in trouble. But more importantly, if we don't, someone else will and someone else will decide the paradigm for us. And so if you are someone who wants to be free and who wants to live your life freely and stand and govern yourself and to do all these things that we talk about with liberty and the libertarian movement you know even a lot of the conservative movement a lot of those people talk about this idea and if you want to do that well then you have to you have to start talking about ideas with people and really getting to understand because everyone's going to have a different understanding of what's happening right now especially if you go into you know, the the tech industry and talking to people there and seeing what they see coming and what's going on in their industry and talking to people in business and talking to people in healthcare and all these different places and seeing what's going on in these industries, how they're changing. I think that we will see the bigger picture among the people who are looking out for what's going on and something good could really come of it. And I'm not talking about like mass orchestration. I'm just saying like, if you have a few really good people taking advantage of what's going on right now in this shift and people who love liberty those are the people who take advantage of it first well guess what they're going to shape the paradigm just as is because they're going to shape it in the way that they prefer but if you have people if you have the big corporations if you have government you know shaping it well it's going to remain very similar to what it is because they're the ones who shape this current paradigm and it happened before the industrial revolution where the individual's had control of our economic paradigm, our governmental paradigm, everything that was going on in this country. And then the, the Industrial Revolution came and that was shattered really. And government was able to take hold of it. I think we can take it back. And that's what I really want to do. That's That's something that I think is very important. Why I want people to start discussing ideas so that we can get an idea of what is going on around us as a group of people, you know, talking and discussing these ideas, gaining different perspectives, and understanding the whole picture. And I think if we can do that, if we can discuss ideas instead of people or events, I think we will see a huge shift towards liberty and a huge shift towards prosperity for our country. And 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 I think we will revert back to a much more constitutional governance. And I would love to see that happen. I don't know about you guys, but if you do, you know, this is the kind of thing that, these are the kind of steps you can take. And with that, I wanted to thank you for listening to today. <clears throat> um, I want to let you know you can find me on Facebook.com slash Conversation of Our Generation. Uh, Twitter, at Con i I'm on Minds It's just Conversation of Our Generation. And Steam it's just my last name, at Jamel. I am still looking for people to blog. So um, definitely hit me up and let me know. It's uh, going to be, um, I, I'll just give you my, you can go to the contact portion of my blog, uh leave your email in there so I can contact you back or, and put it in the message, preferably, and say, contact me back here, you know, and here's my, here's my idea, um, and contact me back here. And then in the subject, I just put, you know, guest blog idea or something like that so I can find it easier um, I'm going to go through my junk mail, make sure I'm not missing any. And lastly, um, I do have a cool event. I'm going to be guesting on another podcast. Uh, I'm going to make you listen next week to find out who it is. So, uh, but it's a big, it's a big deal. So if you're, you know, kind of getting into this and you're not sure, I'm going to send you over there so you can listen to that, uh, to my interview there, but it is, uh, it's a big deal for me in the conversation of our generation, so I'm really hoping that it'll be good. So, all of you guys out there who are listening, share the show, um, <clears throat> let people know about it, so that we can get more people involved in the conversation of our generation. More perspectives coming in, talking about these ideas, and lastly, go to uh, iTunes or and you know, rate it, leave me a review, so that I can uh, you know start popping up higher and higher, and hopefully, as people just type in conversation, you know, they find my uh, my my podcast there and you know so the more reviews and the more um ratings that i get that are good the more it'll help me out so if you guys could do that same for fa- facebook the more views i get there the more ratings i get the better so if you have a minute to you know take your time and do that i'd appreciate it um it would really help me out and with that i'll see you next week with a special announcement about the my guest spot on another podcast and Thank you guys for listening, and let's get the dialogue going. Have a great week.